0: What's up, guys? Welcome to uh, What's for Dinner. Hope you guys are good. Um, Thank you for listening. If you uh, wondered, hey, where the hell were you last week? Hey, I've been on a cruise ship. I'm still on a cruise ship, actually. And that's why I'm uh, broadcasting to you from my cabin on a cruise ship for episode 202 of What's for Dinner. I'm sitting here with uh, my buddy, Brandon. Brandon Kent. I've had him on the show before. He is uh, a dueling piano player on the ship. He's uh, become one of my really good friends. And on the, sh- on the uh, show this week, we talked um, more about uh, the, uh, the life of a dueler and the life of a comic. Um, talked about uh, audiences, uh, land versus sea. And uh, within the dueling community, there's a thing where they uh, have like toasts that they do on stage with the audience. And I actually came up with a brand new toast that, uh, that's never been done because I just thought of it. And Brandon, I think, is going to try it on the show. Very excited to see what happens. I'll let you know next week. But either way, we're having a good time. I am so fucking tired and ready to get off uh, the ship and get back home. I've been on the road for, God, almost 50 days uh, between the uh, the couples of comedy that I did, that military tour with Allison and Dante and Rebecca, now on the ship for a couple of weeks. I know I sound like it's third world, uh, first world problems. Oh, my God, I got to travel to Europe, and now I'm on a cruise ship. God, life sucks. I get it. I'm very lucky and blessed, but I'm still fucking tired. But anyway, guys, um, I got some shows coming up if you guys want to come see me live. Um, Let's see. Actually, now that I'm looking at my calendar, I don't have that many coming up in um, Los Angeles. But next month in April, April 18th through the 23rd, if I have any friends up in Canada, Allison and I will be at the uh, Comedy Cave in Calgary, Canada. Very excited about that. And then a couple days later, I'm going to be back on the Norwegian Getaway doing the Transatlantic. So if you happen to be doing the Transatlantic cruise out of Miami to London on the Norwegian Getaway, you will see me there. Uh, but I have always get little shows that pop up during the week when I'm back in L.A., so you can always check that out at flipthisfunny.com. Most likely, though, I'm going to be passing out for about a week and just staying at my house and enjoying my own bed. And um, also watching the news and seeing what the doing. Oh shit, is that a political humor? <laughs> That's it. Anyway guys, I'm done rambling. Why don't you guys sit back and enjoy episode 202 of What's For Dinner with Brandon Kent. Bye. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Uh, talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Uh, talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Two, three. There Talk anyway, we go. Check one, on two. Mind. Hey, we're checked. We're one. We're two. Nice. Yeah, man, feeling all right. Yeah, I'm are you feeling comfortable? Pretty
1: good. You know, I am all caffeinated. I gotta say. Did you finish up coffee already? I did, dude. Drink it all. You're a fucking. I know, I'm you're a, a, fiend, a machine man. with that. It was like four shots of espresso. <sighs> I know.
0: This coffee because coffee for me, as you saw, mm-hmm. like it goes right through me. It, it pushed it without getting too graphic. God, I it, wish uh, I was that talented. It makes it all uh, kind of. Go out at the other end, it doesn't for you. It
1: doesn't really. No, you're you're much uh, more efficient than me. <laughs> I uh, I need to get better at that. I mean, it will eventually hit me, probably in about an hour, because I already had an ice cream cone and that was just gurgling up my stomach. <laughs> I was like, well, I'll get it out of there. Just take a coffee.
0: the uh, coffee does like take three sips and my stomach's going. <laughs> Dude, you just you, you hit the express button to a uh, shitsville, man. <laughs> <laughs> Take the last train to Shitsville, right. and I'll meet you Sorry <laughs> Oh man So, uh, hey guys, welcome to uh, the show uh, To uh, What's For Dinner um, Cruise Ship Edition I'm actually uh, in my cabin right now With a uh, with one of my uh, Become one of my best friends Yeah, he was man Probably one of the first guys I became friendly with on the ship And yeah. grown to become one of my really good friends It's been uh, great, man Yeah, been on yeah. the show before Brandon Cantus here and yes, Very talented sir. musician Dueler.
1: So fun to be here, man! It's uh, when I heard that you were coming on for a couple of weeks. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great! It's gonna make the contract much easier. So
0: yeah, these. How long are you on for now?
1: Uh, until June. I'm on a hiatus after that, but
0: uh, it's no. But I mean, this contract that you're oh, doing this right now,
1: contract. Uh, this contract is until
0: let's see, April eighth. So mm-hmm. how long will the whole thing have been when you? It get will off? be six weeks. Six weeks. Six weeks total. So a month mm-hmm. and a half on a ship.
1: Yeah. That's enough. That's
0: enough. I would.
1: You know, it's, you know, four weeks seems like it's just not enough. And then six weeks is like, yeah, I'm about ready to get off.
0: See, for me, it's the opposite because uh, for comics, the longest stints that we can do are four weeks. Oh. So for me, I'm only doing two. For me, two weeks is usually not enough. And four weeks is right there. Huh. That's something. Yeah. yeah. Although this, um, this uh, trip, I, two weeks is fine for me just because. For those, and for those of you who listen, I'm sure you know, too, I was just in uh, Europe doing that military tour for 28 days. So I went from that right to Florida for a couple days to see my family, then on this ship. So I'm, uh, I'm fucking ready to get home. <laughs> right. It's a long, long... What an
1: awesome trip you had, too, man.
0: Oh, it was great. It was. It was I mean, it was an All adventure. Those pictures. Oh, it man. was an incredible adventure. But, um, I mean, you do a lot of that traveling, too, though, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, out, uh, out in Europe, I mean, I'm, I'll be at the uh, Med doing the uh, the Norwegian Epic, and that's a four-week stint. So that's going to be where does be that nice. go to? It's going to start in Barcelona, goes from Barcelona to Napoli, and then from Napoli to Civitavecchia, um, that's still in Italy, and then Livorno, and then it goes Is to – Is Livorno
0: near Shirlio? Shirlio? Livorno and Shirlio? Shlemiozol, Shlemazol, Hassan? Oh, my
1: gosh. Never mind. That's so funny. I'm like, wait a minute, where are you going? <laughs> but no, it's, uh, it's a good run. Um, I think it goes in France. It's either Cannes or Marseille. Wow. And then it goes uh, from there to Palma and back into Barcelona. So
0: there's a lot of ports. I would love to do that one, man. Like I, I only oh, do these uh, Caribbean runs. Do they have stand-up on the Epic?
1: They do. It's a different type of stand-up. It's more uh, it's, yeah, the, uh, the com- uh, comedian aspect, but then it's
0: the magician. That's oh, it so It's like comedy well. magic. Yeah, I think It's more that's, visual. Yeah, yeah, nah. it is. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it's main, mainly Europeans on that. Mainly, run. yeah.
1: You got. Um, it's a mixture. It's a big melting pot uh, of people. Uh, not, not many Americans are on that ship. Uh, sometimes you'll get, you know, five hundred Americans at the most, uh, that I've seen on on the epic when it's out there in the med.
0: But uh, it's and it, and it holds about four or five thousand. About
1: five thousand. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's one of those big ships, you know. But um.
0: well, let, now let me ask you this, because I uh, I've been to uh, many Howl the Moon shows on these ships, mm. and I could I think it's safe to say like some of the top songs that you guys get requested are like Sweet Caroline, mm-hmm. uh, Piano Man, Brown Eyed um, Girl, Brown Eyed Girl, a, yeah, another um, one, Bohemian Rhapsody, Bohemian Rhapsody, what to say, yeah. Is it the same over with the non English speaking uh, countries?
1: Surprisingly, it is. Really, yeah, it is. Uh, there's a little bit more. You know, it segues to um, you know other European type of bands like um, like U2 and Coldplay. Those those type of bands okay. are uh, requested more when you're over there. The the tips, there's no tips uh, out there. Really, in Europe, they don't tip. They don't tip at all. Um, Whereas the Americans tip here in the Caribbean, you know? yeah. So it's it's a it's a really good run on these ships when it comes to tips and and different things. But uh, as um, as for the European crowd, it's a little different. But you know,
0: European. Yeah, I know, right? I know. Is that is that a, a rule <laughs> or just a general thing? It's they just don't what do? they
1: don't they don't do. They don't tip. Really? They just don't tip. Mm-mm. It's not in their. It's not in their their mind to in, do in that their,
0: in the in the social uh, life out there. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've 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 heard that. As a matter of fact, like I know a couple times I've been to Europe and I've left tips, and the bartenders look at me like, "What are you doing? What are you He's, doing? Yeah, we, we, what what is this? Oh, thank you. What's what? this euro for? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why,
1: why why do you leave me more money? These yeah, yeah. They they're kind of dumbfounded by it, but it's
0: it's their way. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's what's wrong with our economy in America. We tip too much. <laughs> we, we tip way too. We much. We can take a. <laughs> Take a tip from the Europeans and don't tip. Don't
1: tip. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> just, <laughs> that's
0: that's the Jewish saying, just the tip. Um, although, okay, so that's very interesting. So uh, now, now you mentioned this before, and I know this is true, but uh, let's just talk about this for a second. Now, Brandon, you started, because you said you were doing cruises a couple of years, I think, before we met, and I started doing them in 2014. Yep. And uh- you...
1: I did. I started in 2012, about mid 2012. Okay, okay and so, uh, yeah. so about five years now.
0: Okay, and uh, yeah, and now you're and now you're taking a hiatus from the ship.
1: Yes, I am. I need to. I, uh, I've been um, been on these ships doing the thing, and it's uh, it's great. You know, meeting all the people that I've met, the networking. I mean, I would have met you. You know, right. I mean, this is awesome that uh, I was able to do this, and it's great. And um, I met, um, I met this wonderful girl in my life. Her name is Maureen, and she uh, did port shopping actually on the ship that we're on now, the uh, Norwegian Escape, and um, met her on here, and uh, we just connected so well, and so we're at the age where we're just like, hey, you know, what do you want to do with this? Do you want to do real life? and. And, like, start, when I say real life, you
0: know, the ship life is different. It's not real life. It's not real life. No. It's,
1: it's completely
0: yeah, peop- fake. I know people, a lot of people, uh, when they hear about, like, uh, you know, you're, like, for me, oh, you get to be on a ship for a month. Or when they hear, like, oh, my God, you know, they live on a ship. What people don't really understand is that you forget about, re- uh, you forget about the life that you have off the ship because yeah. this ship, because it's so massive, and you're seeing the same people every day, so it becomes very familiar. And you have all the amenities that you need. You have restaurants. You have laundry. You have a room. You have this yeah. and that. It becomes a fake real life. It does. You know? It really does. And it, uh, it fucks with you a little bit. It
1: really does. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I love doing my laundry. I mean, you know, it's great that my room steward can do my laundry, but... I do it because it's something that I can do. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, yeah. it's as simple as even driving a car. You know, like driving a car back and forth to go and get groceries. I can't wait to do that. I know, it's so funny. You know, and people look at me like, "What is wrong with you?" But it's like, I you know, everyone takes it for granted anything totally. you do. But then once you, you, once you have the opportunity of someone taking that away from you, and then you come back to it, you really. You really, you know, grasp it. Yeah, you know, a you. different way. Absolutely. And so it made me a better person, I think, um, as an everyday life person. You know, to to just, you know, work. If I do a nine to five job, which I, I'll never do that. But you know, it's like if I or when I go back on land and I'm starting, you know, jobs on land again. It's going to be great. I'm excited about doing it and. Um, it's made me a better person, you know. When it comes to doing the ships, I don't need much uh, to survive, you know. I've figured that out because of the cabin that I live in. It's small, yeah, and all the stuff that we have in it is small, and it's not much that we need. And it's like, wow, why do I have all these storage units full of stuff? I could sell it all, you know, and not have to worry about most of the Well, stuff. I mean,
0: do you really mean that, or is mm-hmm. it just because you're in a cabin that's so small that you're only uh, allowed a certain amount of stuff? Like, if your cabin was twice as big as what it is now, do you think you'd have it full of other stuff that's in storage units?
1: You know, I, no. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I, I, no, I wouldn't. Like, the, um, like there's, there's stuff that I have in my storage units right now. It's like, why do I even have it, you know? Now, of course... The gear that I use on um, on land, of course, I'm going to use that, and that's in my storage unit. And I'm going to, you know, that stuff is huge, but it's like that stuff I'll be I'll be able to, you know, travel with that and do whatever. But the other stuff that I really don't need a huge stereo system. I don't need I don't need anything huge. I don't need a, you know, I have a projector that can project, you know, on my wall, and when I'm at my house or apartment or a condo or wherever I'm at. I know that I can still use that same projector. You know, it's like, yeah. well, what's the point? You know, it's like I can just save my money and not have to worry about just just be frugal with money. And um,
0: no, I get it. Man. Yeah, get yeah. It. So the so the being on the ship has taught you the lessons of uh, frugality, consolidation, consolidation. Yes, yeah, yeah. sir. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, you know, I don't need uh, I don't need a lot, but it's it's good and, and I like it. I, I do miss my own keyboard. In my room to practice on they do have a practice keyboard for us um but um i really like my keyboard it's a different type of it's just
0: um nope okay no yeah the, uh, now you bring up keyboard um, yes and as we've uh, mentioned you're a really great dueler uh, piano player dueling piano player what do you find is uh as far as well, I guess better show experience doing it on the ship or doing it on land.
1: You know, it's a it's a double edged sword for that. Um, you know, for both both sides of it. You know, when you're on ships, you're getting you're, you're getting all the networking that you need uh, with people around you, and then the duelers that come on here, you get to see them and who they are as as people on stage and off stage. And you really bond with those people a lot because one day at sea is like three days on land. Mm. So you really you get to know somebody in just two weeks, like it was a month, and it was it, it's really quite amazing um, how that works. Now, now the flip side of that is that you're on ship, and <laughs> if uh, I mean you're you're not around family, mm. you know you're not uh, in your own. You're, you're only in your own cabin and you can only get so far out of being by yourself, you know, just uh, just to work on projects or whatever. Uh, so that's a little hard, too. But being being on land versus on ships, you know, when it comes to I'm always learning something on stage, but learning your partners that you're working with and talking to them, I think on the ships, it's a little bit more than on land. On land now, uh, there's people that travel all across the United States just like they do on the ships. Uh, they get them everywhere, and, and which is nice. So you get to do, – Do you
0: learn more from land gigs and ship gigs or vice versa?
1: I'd say they're – I'd say, no, I'd say probably more on land. I'm going to say it's going to be more. Yeah. Because you're – the access to the internet is a lot better you know, you're, you're more into that reality
0: of things. Well, no, I, I don't mean, like, learn in... I mean, like, as a performer.
1: Oh, as a performer.
0: Because yeah. I know, like... Because I've mentioned this before uh, when you and I talk, and I mm-hmm. think when you were on the show last time I, I touched on this. I've I've uh, come to realize that duelers and, and comedians are, like, cousins in the same business. Oh, yeah. You know, we're not sure. doing the same thing on stage, but we live, basically, the same life. We have land gigs, and we drive gig to gig, club to club, we deal with shitty clubs, we deal with shitty bookers, we deal with getting fucked on money, we deal with, uh, you know, good hotels, bad hotels, we deal with yeah. working with guys we love, we work with guys we hate, and then coming on the ship, it's the same basic thing, and I know that for me, I think, I, and I was going to say, I agree with you that I think I learn more on land than I do on ships, because on ships, you're you're in this, like isolated little world you are where you will get repeat crowds and you will get uh get, and and you get to you get to know the audiences beyond just hey thanks for coming to the show and never see them again because then you see them around the ship and yeah. they become a little more personal. Which I think personally kind of makes things a little uh I don't know, a little less realistic as far as uh what it's like to connect with an audience. Whereas on land, you just have that, cause, and also on the ship, you can kind of they get to know you, so they come back to the show, and you're like, "Oh, hey, it's Bob, hey Bob, blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. Whereas on land, you just have that one show to connect with an audience, that one show to um, to to bring them into your world, to get them to laugh. You know, for you guys, you have a couple hours, but for you know for us, it's only like 45 minutes, and I think that's tougher to connect to an audience without without them knowing anything about you beforehand, unless maybe they look you up and they know you already, but specific, specifically for a comic, to not know anything about your audience, and then kind of go in there blind and still uh, try to bring them bring in.
1: That's right. I, Would you agree? Or I totally agree, yeah. Um, when it comes to our bits that we do on stage, or even toasts. Or just the, even the songs that are always requested, like the Brown Eyed Girl. You know what we were talking about, the Don't Stop Believing or yeah. Sweet Caroline. It, those songs are always brought up, and I tell the audience, you know, the the guests that are on board. I of course mingle through the audience, and and you know I ask them how their experience is doing, you know, and oh, it's wonderful, you know, but you haven't played our song yet, so it's like, well, what song is it? So then we can play that song for them, and it's it's great that I can make them happy by playing that song now that those same people will come back again and they'll see us performing pretty much the same songs because it's like, that's what people want to hear. Um, it's almost repetitious in that, that way. Um, but then our toasts are repetitious as well. You know, yes. Could we learn more toasts? Yes, of course. Any day of the week, but it's like, it just gets old. You know, after a bit, you know, you, you're always like, well, what other
0: toast can we do? <laughs> like, give, give people an example of what a toast is at a dueling show. Okay,
1: a toast. Uh, well, we have uh, clean and dirty toast. So uh, a simple toast that just kind of gets people going. It's like uh, like I'll tell everyone to take their their drink and put it up in the air. And I'll say, okay, when I say drink, you say more, drink, more, more. drink, more. more. And I'll say, here's two hurricanes and two ex-wives. First, there's a lot of blowing, and then your house is gone. And then cheers. <laughs> and then people are like, oh, my gosh. And it's so shocking. You know, it's, like, funny. And uh, so we do those funny toasts. Uh, okay. But then you have those other toasts that people have to think about um, where it's like, uh, you know, without bread, there'd be no toast. You know, that that's a... A funny, just a is very that quick
0: here's to bacteria. The only culture that some of you people will know, or something like that. Yeah,
1: that, that is uh, for some people that's the only culture they'll ever get, right? You know, that's just like okay. Uh, you.
0: have you ever come up with your own?
1: Uh, you know, uh, for toast wise, no,
0: I did not. Well, let's see if we can come up with a toast. Okay, together. we should, we should. Let's let's okay, see if we can so come up, drink more, drink more. Okay, so usually now, now let. Cause let's add now. I'm gonna be a comedian here, and I'm gonna sure. I'm gonna be analytical. Yeah. Cause the toast generally is, if it's a funny dirty one, not a nice clean one, that it's you you lead them somewhere and then do this weird turn. Yes. Right. It's yes. it's the lead and the turn. So if we were gonna uh, raise our glass, um, so usually it's here's to blah blah. Yeah. And that's the setup, and you think it's gonna go one way, so lead. Like, Say here's to um... <laughs> uh, see. This is it. see. This, this is, is interesting for the. I know it's people are listening, so yep. all you hear is just silence. But trust me, we're thinking. We're thinking, right thinking now. here. We are thinking. We are thinking.
1: I'm staring more at Flip at this. I'm like, <laughs> oh man, I wonder what the first word is going to come out.
0: <laughs> well, t- see, will t- okay. Now uh, I'll let you in on the on the mind of a comedian when he's trying to think of a joke. I am thinking of the end of the joke. What the punchline could be, Maybe. what that surprise could be, and then work my way back. So right now, I'm just trying to think like, uh, here's to uh, hmm. Trying to think of like what word has like a double meaning. By the way, if anybody listening has a good idea for toast, email flip at dot com, or or
1: at uh, bkproductions one at gmail dot com.
0: There you go. If you can think of some good toasts. Right now, we're trying to think of a fun, dirty one. Here's to um, okay. <laughs> 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 this is okay. See, I'll I'll, I'll tell you. Um, this is so stupid because they have a great toast. They did. They go, "Here's to the Australian kiss."
1: Oh, it's it's like the French kiss, but down under.
0: It's a great great line yeah. I just thought of here's to the Alaskan kiss it's like a French kiss but with chapped lips
1: <laughs> Chap lips
0: yeah <laughs> but that still doesn't because you know what I realize as I'm saying it I'm thinking in my head of Australia and the down under thing yeah and, and nobody so, so it still doesn't make sense so that didn't because make sense because the lips the because lips the you're lips just thinking like, okay you got chapped lips, you got What's chapped the big lips. Deal? okay wait hold on hold on we're gonna do this we're gonna fucking come up with a good toast God damn it. But
1: see, the lips, you know, sometimes people don't think of lips as, as lips down there. Right. <laughs> right. And they're like, oh, that's a vagina.
0: <laughs> to, uh, um, here's, here's to women. May they shut the fuck up sometimes. Sorry. I love you, honey.
1: Uh, so funny. You know, one of my favorite toasts. I I do what? like this one, and it's great. It's just a fun one. It's uh here's the benefits of having a one hundred dollar bill tattooed to your penis. You can play with your money, and you can also watch it grow. And if a girl wants to blow a hundred dollars, well, there you go. That's a great. That is it's, a great one. It's just a, you know, s- simple, clean, fun. That's clean. <laughs> no, that's not clean. <laughs> <laughs> it seems clean, you know. It's like, whatever.
0: Um, Here's. See, you know what is coming to my mind? I have this, this line that I sometimes do that I think might work well as a toast. Go like, here's to women. They're just like sunglasses. The really pretty ones that you spend a lot of money on and take really good care of, those are the ones you'll always lose. But the ones that you pick up at the gas station and don't give a shit about, those are the ones that you'll have for years, years and years, years and years.
1: years. That's true too, man. That's, that is true. There's a good one there. Yeah, there there it is. Yeah, that's
0: nice. I know, but I want to think I like I really want to think of something off the cuff. I'm going to keep thinking about this and if I think of a good one, I'm going to come back. And of, and, of
1: course, and you, if anyone has suggestions, you can also email us. Too, is
0: there a website like where dealers go to get all the cuz that's another thing I wondered cuz no, another an- the, the big difference and again, uh, I was just talking about how duelers and comics are very similar in the lifestyle we lead. Excuse me, as far as traveling, as far as dealing with the same kind of crowds, the same kind of issues. There is one major difference, and yeah, yeah. I and it's like it's the it's so funny because in comedy it's the number one no no, and in dueling it's the number one okay. Okay, is yeah. that you guys uh, share material all the if, time? If somebody comes up with a bit. You yeah go do it spread. like nobody c- holds claim to a bit or a, a whether it's a, like a on the mic bit or a musical bit or a toast they're just carte blanche everybody can use them whereas comics the number one rule is do not do other people's material with comedy material is personal it's sacred unless it's a unless it's like a, a heckler line mm-hmm. you know that's been kind of like just out there forever I I use them sometimes in a clutch in a pinch. Um, but as far as like jokes, as far as this happened to me, or have you ever noticed this? Those are all per a comics personal bit, and you do not pass them off as your own, right? Um, but as duelers, you're totally allowed to.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. It's uh even bits uh in the songs themselves. You know, there's every song has its. it's little thing. It's little cork that you can you can throw in, and a lot of the duelers do the same things uh, when it comes to songs. Uh, it could be uh, anything like um, like "Don't Stop Believing." Uh, that's the first one that came to mind. And um, "Don't Stop Believing." We change up the words a little bit here and there, and a lot of the duelers now do that, and it's pretty much the same across the board. It's funny, you know, and then you're like, well, what you want to be is spontaneous. And so you don't want to do that all the time. And if you do, you do it sparingly, you know, and it's it's so it doesn't get so old and so dry. Right. And um, there are some duelers that do not know how to do that. And they always consistently do the same show. And it's um, it's you know, we all do that uh, to a point. But it's like you gotta make it fresh. You gotta figure out how can I make it fresh. So that's uh that's a big thing, you know, with duelers, they they tend to overdo it uh, when it comes to the same bits over and over again, mm. night after night, and it just gets old. It's not genuine anymore, right. you know? It's almost forced in ways and, and so the audience even sees that and it's not organic I,
0: i guess no i get
1: it so that with that said it's like well how many how many ways can i do this one song and make it right and even though i'm copying from five other duelers that's fine you know that's uh that's how we we work it and uh i've seen some bits and some things that i've done in shows and you know it was my own thing that i made up i've never seen anyone else do it and then you know six months passes all of a sudden, I see my partner across the stage I've never seen in my entire life doing the same thing that I did, and I was like, "Wow, that went around quick, <laughs> you know." So it's like, well, apparently everyone likes it, so they're they're keeping it in their show, you know. But that's what uh, it's kind of neat. Uh, everyone has their little signature on everyone.
0: Now, but did that guy know that it was yours?
1: No, he didn't. And he was just "That would piss me off so much." Yeah, but see, that's the funny thing about it. It's like, well, I would be
0: saying, "Like, <laughs> dude, you do my fucking bit." Yeah, man.
1: Know? Yeah, and and it's happened to me, I don't know, three times, two, three times now, and and it's just like, the things that it's just funny to me, you know. And I go, "That's awesome." I mean, I feel honored, you know.
0: No, is there? Uh, no, uh, I was talking about this before. Is there like a website or something that duelers go to to uh, find toasts or bits or anything?
1: Not really. So it's really just isn't. passed around. It's passed around, and and they they had something there for a minute. You know, this dueling. They have the Facebook, of course. They it's a closed network of duelers that they have, and I really don't go on it. Uh, truthfully, don't go on it because it's all just drama. Um, mm. I, I see it. I'm like, yeah, drama. I don't want that. I I mean, it's they're just talking about you know chords and chord charts and different things and this song you know this should have been a c, a c minor versus a c major here in this one part it's like come on you know do you have to get so detailed in things and it's funny it's just funny to me because it's like you're really up there to do a performance and you're going to do songs for these people that have no clue half of uh, i'd say probably 90% of them have no clue how music is supposed to be played, and you're you're playing these songs, and people are loving it, and you're doing a good job at it. And are they going to know if you changed up a few notes here and there? No, right. no. I know there's some purists out there, and you know what? Go, go, you guys! You know, for being purists, I I love being purist. As you know, for myself, I I want to be very close to the recording. However, I like to make it my own as well. Yeah. So it's. It's nice to have that, but it's as a performer, I'd rather have a better performance for that audience member so they can experience. Yeah, that
0: it's for the it's for the crowd. It's
1: for the crowd. It's not for me. Yeah,
0: because you I, know, I, I mean, it's of course it's for me. It
1: what's what's making me feel happy up there is I'm making people happy, making their day, and they're just loving the performance and me just being a goofball up there on stage and that. Gets me going than anything else. I don't
0: care how accurate the song is. Hey, here's to being a piano player. Yes, the only job where you get paid to play with your organ in public.
1: God, that's great. That's fantastic. See, I might have to use that tonight.
0: <laughs> use it. Was that good? <laughs> yeah, I like I it. I thought that was good. Yeah, here's I think to, that's. Here's to be, you can. Hey guys, here's to being a piano, piano player. player. The only job where you get paid to play with your organ in public.
1: That's fantastic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually use that tonight. Use that. Yeah, for
0: being a piano player,
1: the only job that where you can play with your organ. Where you get paid. Where you to get p- pay uh, Where you get paid to play
0: your organ. To play with your organ in public. In public. Yeah, that's nice. I want to see if that works.
1: I think it will. I'm excited. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Um, that's awesome. Good Thank job you. there. Thank you. Good
0: job. Thank see, you. look at
1: that. See, right there on the spot.
0: That's how you do it. That's how a fucking comedian. As we're having a conversation, my brain was still able So to you're do
1: that. so you're telling me you weren't even listening to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> actually, no, I was. That's the crazy thing. I was thinking about it. Like, sweaty. like my brain was going uh, piano organ. No, no, I'm listening. And because uh, what <laughs> I was gonna, because actually what I was gonna say is you're talking about being a purist with all the music and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. I'm fucking listening. Yeah, see, look at that. Um, because I was impressed. talking to uh, Ben Michaels, who is uh, another uh, dueler who's on the ship with us now, and um, we were, t- I, th- I forgot, I think it was during one of the shows last week, we were kind of talking about that same thing, like, you know, the audience, like, we're, we've we done these, you've done these songs so many times, and, you yeah. know, you get sick and you want to make it like your own, and as a comedian, like, oh, fuck, I gotta, excuse me, tell these jokes again, because when you're on the ship, excuse me, <laughs> excuse it's me. It's good out, man. Thank you. Um, every week, as a comedian on the ship, I, as much as I do crowd work, I still start with the same jokes at the beginning of the week. You know, welcome aboard. We got drinkers, the elevators, the hot tubs, and in my head, I'm like, oh, I fucking, the, you know, the, they'll get laughs, but I'm like, oh, I hate re- doing these same jokes. But what, and Ben and I were talking about this. What we got to remember is we've told these jokes hundreds of times. You've sung these songs millions of times. They've never heard it. That's right. It's a different audience. You know, so even if we're sick of it, even if you wanna make the song a little bit your own and not and you know, not be a purist, you have to remember at the end of the day, you're you're there for them. That's right. They're coming to see you to entertain them and they've never heard these jokes, they've never heard you play these songs, they've never right. seen the toast that you do that you've done a thousand times. So we've gotta remember to keep to, to make it new for them every week.
1: That is true, man. I mean, you know, you know making put that them ahead of us. That's that's the that's the entertainment side of us, yeah. you know. We uh we think this different way, you know, and it's uh, yeah, of course it's a job. You go in there and you have fun with it. And um but you also you also make it 110% every time. Yeah. And and it's like, well, of course I'm going to do brown eye girl for you. My god, this is one of my favorite songs to play even though i just want to stake it you know <laughs> out in the middle of a yard you know but it's like <laughs> like with brown eyed girl i know that's going to make everyone happy and it's and it usually does and it's you know the ladies want to sing it and yeah and you know you you and have you a fun those, time with you do the all those bits brown brown eyed girls the blue eyed girls the green eyed girls hazel eyed Pink eyed, one eyed, four eyed, whatever you know, red eyed, red eyed, yeah, and it's easy, you know. It's like, it's like so fun and um, pop eyed girls, pop eyed girls. You, my brown eyed girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, olive oil being out there, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's uh, it's such a great thing, and
0: uh, yeah, and it just like I said, you gotta. It's it's almost like a um, like a marriage. Like, uh, in a marriage, what it should end up being is you put your partner ahead of your own interests. You okay. know, like, as a husband, I need to put Ally ahead of my own interests, you know, my own happiness when it, when it comes down to it. And as a performer, you need to put the audience ahead of yourself. You know, right. you need to, you know, be yourself creatively, but at the end of the day, if you want to work, if you want to have a good reaction, and if you want to have a good uh, rapport with your crowd, you gotta put them ahead of you. Mm-hmm. You know, unless yeah. they're a shitty crowd, and you can tell them to fuck off. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, not on a show. It's, well, <laughs> you haven't done that, have you? Well, you know, I
1: have had uh, the times where you know you have audience members in there, and you know it's eleven o'clock show, and you know, you have kids on board and everything, and they have signs placard everywhere about yeah. you know the eleven o'clock show. And some people, you're like, hey, you know, if you get easily offended, you should probably get out, you know. And there's kids that still stay in there and everything like this. And <laughs> some some audience members, uh, they get they get crazy, you know. And uh, you know how it is, you get these crazy audience members in in your venues, and and they're just so obnoxious, and everyone's booing them out. And we've had we've had a few people booed out of headliners just because really? they've been yeah they're so sour because they're uh, they're in the show and everyone wants these crazy bits or crazy things you know or something from Tenacious D or something you know like like we got to play these songs uh, Lonely Island you know mm-hmm. which, uh, Justin Timberlake and uh, all these you know Dick in the Box and all that you know and is that. Is that going to be good for a eight-year-old kid in being in there? No, of course not, you know, but these parents are in there and they're like, you know, oh, I want my kid to, to watch this, but you can't do this. It's like what everyone else, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be catering to the 1%. I'm going to be catering to the 99%. Right. So, you know, you got that too. And on the ship, everyone complains. They're going to go to customer service.
0: Oh well, they complain about like on the ship. It's so because they, they want to try to get something for free. Like yeah. I was offended by the piano player. I want a new. Cr- I want my uh, free cruise. Yeah, like, mm, and that no. happens. No.
1: It. I mean, they don't give it to them, but no, it, well, it happens, of course. Yeah. You know, I mean, I remember somebody saying something about the illusionarium on the uh, the other ship on the which, which is a magic show, mm-hmm. and uh, they. Um, I mean, illusionarium, they, they walk in, it was a family of, uh, I don't know, maybe a four, I don't know what it was, I, I forget, but I do remember it very well, where they complained, and they wanted their entire, all their cruise money back, uh, because it was black magic, that, uh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, was, uh, it was all black magic. And we were like, what the heck? What are these people racist on? racist. Yeah, right? Black magic. Black magic. It was
0: African-American magic. <laughs> African-American magic. <laughs> it was black magic. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That yeah. man made a rabbit out of his hat. That's the devil. That's the devil. My kids devil's are chosen. now... Uh, they're, they're in shock because they saw Satan at work on the Norwegian getaway. I want a free cruise, all my um, money back. I want I, a priest to come and exorcise the demons. Yeah, is,
1: I'm serious. It's, it's just the craziest stuff, crazy. isn't it? I know, and I mean, these people are they're they're nut jobs, you know, and they'll they'll complain about anything and everything, you know. It's just unbelievable. And uh, that one toast that I did with the hundred dollar bill, mm-hmm. you know, simple. Simple toast. This lady came up to me. This was a couple of weeks ago and said, that was rude. That was rude. You know, it's like everyone loved it. Yeah. It was past 11 o'clock and people wanted it. And it's like, well,
0: you know, I'm sorry. We already told you. Yeah. After 11, it gets a You can leave. There's a door right it, it, there. Yeah, Nobody is forcing you to stay. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. No one is forcing you. Yeah. So, you know, that's the that's the thing. So it's customers always right. Well, yeah, to a point. <laughs> <laughs> to a point, exactly. Yeah, but uh, it's good though. I mean, I'm gonna miss you, though, man. Uh, I'm gonna miss you, know... you too.
0: Well, hopefully, we'll. This was great about uh you and me is that we we're not limited to the uh, ships because yeah. uh, we saw. This is crazy. When Allison and I were on a honeymoon in Italy, Brandon happened to be on the Epic in Naples, Italy when we were there, yeah. so we got to crazy. meet up with him in Naples and get some gelato. Yeah, we did. And then last year, when Allison and I were in the Asheville Comedy Festival. Brandon, who lives just outside of Asheville, came and saw our show. Yeah. We hung out after. So we see each other on land, too. Actually, which is a cool. lot. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's uh, surprisingly more than anyone else that I, I really hang out with. It's, Same. It's, you're the
0: only person from the ships, aside from maybe a comedian I'll bump into in L.A., that I see on land. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll... And you're moving to the West Coast, too. I am. I'll be in Seattle here in the uh, end of June. Perfect. So, so
1: I'm quite excited about that. I'm
0: sure we're going to bump into each other a lot more. Man. Only
1: about 15... 15 hours away from you. So that's not bad at yeah, all. Yeah, quick flight, oh,
0: easy drive. We simple. can come up there, you can come yeah, down there. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be great, man. Go camping or whatever. Yeah. Oh god. Jeez. We got I didn't tell you Alice and I we have a great big camping tent. Really? That actually see, uh holds about 6 to 8 people. Oh gosh, we got to so, do this. Yeah, we're going to have fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. And we're going to make the, re- the most of the rest of this week too. This we, is my last oh, week. Oh, yeah, we are.
1: Yeah. We definitely are. I mean, there's there's uh St. Thomas tomorrow. Yeah. Uh we go then into Tortola. Or how do you call it? Tortilla. Oh that's right. Yeah. It's a little flat. Yeah. It's a little flat. <laughs> a little flat for me.
0: <laughs> that's a
1: spicy. Spicy sauce. Spicy
0: toast. <laughs> yeah. Um but I would I want and this week I want you to try that toast on the la- on the uh, stage. I'm oh, totally. Trying to think now my, my brain has been going, trying to think of more. Yeah. So I'm that's wanna, gonna, I'm gonna be great. Run a whole man. bunch more.
1: Oh, that piano thing
0: is pretty awesome. I want you to try I like that. It. Yeah. Um but, dude, thanks so much for uh, sitting oh, here talking with me, man. Yeah, man. Uh, and, uh, doing where a podcast can with find you great.
1: Great. Uh, You can find me online. It's uh, brandonkentpiano.com.
0: Uh, B-R-A-N-D-O-N-K-E-N-T. Yep. piano. P-I-A-N-O. Fantastic. And, uh,
1: yeah, and that's uh, that's where you can find me. That's cool. Pretty much.
0: And, uh, guys, you know where you can find me. Flip is funny.com. What's for dinner podcast.com. And Twitter uh, at WFD Podcast and at Flip Schultz. All that un- other fun stuff, uh, all at funny.com. And hey, don't forget, my CDs and uh, are available on iTunes and my DVDs are available on sulfi.com. All links on my website. Guys, thanks so much for listening, and uh, we will see you next time. Bye bye. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds talking about what's ever on their mind talking about what's ever on their mind